welcome to Sweet Spot, where hoteliers check in and we check out what's trending in hotel marketing. I'm your host, Ryan Embry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Sweet Spot. I am your host, Ryan Embry. Super special edition. We are very, very excited uh, for this episode because not only is it a special edition, but we have a special guest in-house with us, and that is Mr. Rupesh Patel. So I'd like to, to welcome him to The Sweet Spot for the first and hopefully not the last time. He is a hotel owner, manager, entrepreneur, consultant, social media influencer. I'm sure there's about five or six more titles that I'm missing there, Rupesh, but thank you for uh, coming on the sweet spot with us. Hey, you missed pizza guy. (laughs) (laughs) Pizza guy, pizza guy, absolutely. So I want to get started. Obviously, a lot of people are familiar with you. They might follow you on LinkedIn or Instagram and kind of know your story. So instead of asking, you know, your background in the industry, felt like I could switch it up a little bit and just ask kind of what your earliest memory of being in a hotel and how that might have influenced you later in life. Absolutely. So I grew up in the business um, like a lot of people or a lot of people that I know. Um, Fifth grade, summer of fifth grade, my dad says we're moving to Florida. And I grew up in Houston, Texas, right? Was raised there. I was born in England, moved to Texas when I was six months old. And one day my dad says, I'm leaving for like five months and I'll be back. And (laughs) the next thing you know, uh, fifth grade ends and my dad's like, we're moving to Florida. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to miss out on my, my neighbors that was, I was best friends with and everybody I knew in Texas, right? We moved and he said we bought a motel in South Florida. And I said, okay, we know nothing about motels, <laughs> right? And um, so we uh, made the journey. We drove, I think it was like 20 hours from Texas to South Florida and we moved into this motel. Um, it was a 50 two-room motel. It was a motel motel built in like the 40s and we lived on property and we did that for a long time. My parents just sold it a year and a half ago now. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so they had it for a long time and so I grew up doing everything like front desk, housekeeping, laundry, sweeping, actually sweeping. There was no blowers back in the day (laughs) that we could afford. Sweeping the parking lot. Wow. Um, Cigarette buds, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. And um, so it was a great experience. Learned a lot and saw a lot of crazy things like uh, most people do in the hotel business, right? And in Florida as well. So Definitely. <laughs> but I'm sure that experience of doing everything in the hotel, doing almost every single task, I think has served you probably a lot and where you are today with, with having your own hotel and maybe, you know, empathizing with, with some of your other employees. And that's created a good relationship between you and your employees. Yeah, I can actually feel exactly how they're feeling when somebody's yelling at you or if a guest is complaining about something or cleaning rooms because I clean rooms. And this was out in a motel, right? So you're sweating. You're not in a cold uh, corridor, right? You're sweating out there in the Florida 100 degree heat, right? Yeah. And the humidity. So, um, but yeah, you know, actually I hated it. Yeah. I really hated it. Um, I don't I don't think it, my parents made it fun for us, right? right. Uh, the way I kind of teach my kids and maybe some kids, our friends do these days, right? They just said, go do it, right? Yeah, yeah we had no choice, right? Um and maybe that's the our, the Indian mentality. I'm not, I don't know if I'm <laughs> supposed to stereotype that, but that's how my parents grew up, and that's how a lot of our friends' parents grew up. Like, just we're just gonna do it, right? We're hustlers. Right. We're so gonna put work. Your head down, and that's it, right? Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like doing laundry when my friends are doing uh, having weekends free and uh, nights free, and I'd be cleaning rooms and stripping rooms and <laughs> all of those things, right? Um, but I learned a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I learned a lot. And that's where I bring the experience today. Uh, a lot of hands-on experience. Follow-up question there. Like, how do you, as a management style, you know, obviously everything's not a party all the time, but how do you implement maybe that other than there's just go ahead and get that done, but how do you try to make it fun for them? Right. So uh, we get everybody involved too. Like, what do you think? How can we do this? What can you um, input in, as far as a process, right? We don't want to be giving rules out. We want you to be a part of the team, no matter who it is, front desk, anybody. If there's something that we're going to implement, we're going to get everybody's buy-in. Because if you just tell people what to do, they're going to take it as far as like you're the boss. And I don't want to be the boss. I just posted this on LinkedIn a couple of days ago. I don't want to be called the boss. I hate when people call me the boss, right? I want people to know that, hey, I'm a leader here. I'm here to support everybody and I'm part of the team, right? When one of my employees or a staff member says, hey, here's the boss or the boss is coming or you should ask the boss. I hate that. I really do hate that. And I sometimes tell them that, right? Because I don't want to feel like I am a boss. I'd rather be leading or be a part of the team. Right, right. Being a leader. And I think I think that all inclusiveness in a hotel goes a long way, especially when you're talking about things that we're going to talk about today, like reputation, right? Implementing something with your reputation. If you pretty much tell your employee to say, hey, you need to do this at the front desk, you need to do X, Y, and Z versus, hey, listen, if, if we do this together, you know, we can win some awards, we can make this place really great for everyone that comes in and, and maybe create a better environment. So I I think, you know, one of the reasons your, your partnership with Travel Media Group makes so much sense is because you yourself are really a true representation of a hotel reputation advocate. You believe that reputation is critical to a hotel success and has a direct correlation to revenue. And we practice and preach the same thing. Um, but I'm sure just like us, you've kind of come across those owners or maybe managers um, that don't feel as strong about um, all right, my, my online reputation has a direct correlation to my business. So I know what we say to them, but, but how do you, what, what, what do you kind of do to sell them on, on a good online reputation? Listen, I was in the same, I'm in the same shoes that they were, right? I was. Uh, this is like maybe eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. Um, I said, all I care about is making money. I don't care about anything else. I just care about how many rooms do we sell and how much money do we make, right? right. And when the economy uh, went down, and, and by, let me back up a little bit, I spent all this money renovating my property, right? Spent over a million dollars renovating it because uh, it needed it, right? Uh, we didn't spend money in the, in the property in a long time. And so I was like, you know what? We have some money. Let's put it in and let's, get, let's reposition the property, basically. New brand, new everything, right? And then 2008, 2009 comes along and I spent all this money and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to get that money back? All our friends are losing their businesses, their motels, their hotels, and I'm here stuck with all this money that I spent into it and not having a return. And then, I, you know, I started reading and listening to a lot of just leadership. And they said, listen, in a tough time, customer service always works, right? It always gets you above everybody else. And I said, you know what? We're going to do something different. We're going to stop caring about how much money we made, but really focus on customer service, really focus on the experience. And that's what we did. And so I said, I see social media is coming up. I see reviews mean a lot. And I said, we have to change this. We have to focus on getting really good reviews. And that's what we did. And since then, we've become an award-winning property out of, I think there's 1,700 or 1,600 quality ends in the United States right now. We've been in the, uh, what's it called, the top three. And, and it's awesome that this 1970s property can be an award winner when there's all these brand new properties or newer properties or interior corridor properties. And by the way, my hotel doesn't even have a pool. 
right? We don't have anything, Wow. but we have good service. And we have this experience that you won't get at another property, right? Uh, we have this connection that we make with our customers and our guests. That's what's making us difference. And that's what we, uh, that's what I'm teaching everybody else these days. Like, hey, you can do these small things. And it's not just one big thing. It's small, little, little small things that can make a difference that can improve the value of your hotel, get you more business, get you uh, better rankings, a lot of everything really, right? Uh, and it starts with customer service and it starts with a caring staff. And that's what we did. We fired everybody because they didn't believe in it. And once you become a part of this mindset, you need to get everybody else's buy-in. And if they're not ready for it, guess what? You need to change your team because if not, you're going to go down that same path, right? Um, and I did. I had, a, I had a change in focus. And congratulations to you and your team on that. Um, I, that is a very scary place to be in, especially with so much capital investment and a property. I want to kind of switch because I think another Swiss Army knife that you are is is getting feedback from your guests. And, and in order to get that feedback, you, you really have to ask your guests for it. And you utilize several creative and unique ways to get feedback from guests using your personal solutions from smartguest.com. But you also leverage Travel Media Group's reputation technology to get positive reviews as well. Can you talk about implementing kind of a mixture of both people and technology when it comes to impacting your hotel yes. uh, reputation today? Yes, it's, this is huge. So listen, in. when I was going through my mindset shift, I said, listen, we have to have good service. We have to do all these things, have an awesome room, right? It, it starts with a, a, a clean room that meets the standards and meets the standards and expectations of your guests. But once you have all those things, you need to have a process, right? And so I came up with this roadmap, basically. It's a five touch point roadmap. And it's, I said, you know, the experience when you check in, when you walk into the lobby, when you park, how's that experience, right? And so, yeah, my lobby is beautiful because, and we refreshed, we just refreshed it. We're taking pictures here next week, but we refresh my lobby every couple of years. And I don't mind spending the money because that's a wow factor, right? That's the first impression when you walk in. Does it smell good? Is there music on it? Are you getting welcomed, right? So that's number one. Number two, oh, and by the way, we do some cool things. And, and so let me back up a little bit. When I was going through a mindset shift, I started just trying out all these little things that nobody else was doing. No small hotel, no big hotel. Um, we gave business cards to everybody, like housekeepers, front desk, maintenance, breakfast hosts, everybody, right? Because I don't remember, I don't know if you remember it when you got your first business card, how proud were you, right? Yeah, yeah. And I said, why are we doing the same thing for our staff? They've never had, when's a housekeeper had their own business card? Right. Never, right? No, but I if love you that. give them something and then they can ask for it, right? So we, I started creating all these tools and probably came up with 100 ideas, right? And I tried them. Some didn't work. The few that worked, I would take them to regional meetings and, and they would say, hey, why are you number one in our market? Or why are you top ranked in your city on TripAdvisor? Or why are you getting all these good reviews? My property is newer than yours. My property is a nicer property than yours. My property is interior. I said, listen, I created this process, right? This roadmap with all these tools. And they said, well, can I buy it? And I said, sure. And so I started, like, they started calling me. I got into Photoshop. I'd make people cards and I'd do all these things by hand. And I said, after a while, it just got overwhelming because I'd be getting dozens and dozens of calls. So I said, you know what? I'm going to automate this. I want everybody else to see the success and get the rewards that I've been getting, right? And so I created smartguests.com. And it's basically tools that we use at my property. And now over 4,000 hotels use it, right? And I'm proud of that because it was just an idea and a passion project that I started with, right? So it's the roadmap of getting your team on board, that that first impression, um, asking a lot of questions like, Mr. Smith, what brings you into town? Um, are you here on business or pleasure? 
what else can I do for you? And by the way, Mr. Smith, in 20 minutes, I'm going to call you to make sure everything in your room meets your expectations, right? All these different processes that check in mean a lot to the guest and they show that you care, right? And so we started implementing this this roadmap. And so it's the impression, it's during the stay, it's during uh, breakfast, it's at checkout, right? How are you asking? How are, what's the checkout process? Do you have a checkout process? Right. We do, right? We ask, we ask Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, thank you so much for staying with us. How was your stay? Right? That's what most hotels say. How was your stay? No, we take it one further than that. We say, what's one thing that we can do to improve? And we put a card. We put the We Care card that I made. It's a simple card, right? It's not the 20 questions that you see in the room. Remember back in the day, you, you, you'd see the comment card? That's overwhelming for a guest. No one's going to do that. But if you ask one question, how was your stay? And what's one thing we could do to improve? They're going to give it to you all the time. So even now we have this process of handing out the We Care card. It's old school, but it works. You catch problems before they leave, right? Absolutely. So the checkout process is huge. Then we did the whole thing. And this is when you, where you guys come in. Travel Media Guide, I said, listen, we're sending out emails by hand. Like, Mr. Smith, thank you so much. Here's a link to TripAdvisor. And then we would send this like by hand every single day. And it'd be annoying. So then I, I set up some other program and that was annoying. I said, you know what? There has to be a better way. Yeah, we started using you guys and we started seeing the whole thing come together. So we ask, we make sure the impression's good. We we make sure that they had a great stay. Checkout was good. Breakfast was good because our breakfast hosts are engaging, right? They're asking the right questions. And then uh, we're catching any issues that leave. But when now, um, and at checkout, we hand him a business card. So Mr. Smith, here's my personal business card for the next time you stay with us. I'll personally take care of your reservation, right? Or your next stay with us. And on the back of the card, because most hotels on the back of the cards blank, on the back of our cards would say, it's my pleasure. Please share a review about your stay and our service and my name. Mention my name, right? And the, and the icon of the, of the where we want it, right? TripAdvisor, Expedia, hotels, booking, wherever. And so just using these tools was cool, right? And then we needed that extra fifth touch point, which was the digital side, and that's where you guys come in. So after we've engaged with them and done everything we've, you know, we could do on property, it's now time when they get home to be remember, right, to post a review. And by the way, here's an email that comes in. Did you enjoy your stay? Yes or no? And that's where you lose a lot of guests, is right. They they walk out off those property those property doors, and you know you might have gotten that solemn promise at the front desk saying, "Yeah, absolutely, I'm going to go ahead and you know uh, leave this positive review." And then that doesn't seem to facilitate from one to another. So I love your idea of getting them at every single customer touch point, right? And customer service at every single place that you can. With yeah, that it's guys. the interaction. If you have a lot of interactions, right? In marketing, if you see something four or five times, guess what? You are more uh, prone to buy that. Like if you see a commercial for pizza, one time you might you might think about it, but the fifth time you see it, you're you're on the phone or you're on your app ordering pizza, right? It's just it's just part of the marketing process. It's part of the human engagement process. That if you connect with somebody more than once or twice, three times, four times, five times, there's a better chance they're going to do something for you, right? Especially when you've provided a lot of value to their to their stay, their experience. Um, so even we go even further than that. Uh, before they check out, we do the whole checkout process with the We Care card, but we also created this air freshener. When you get a when you when you check out, you're usually driving, most people are driving to the next destination, right? Be it rent a car or your own car, right? Right, yeah. I said, you know what? They have to remember to post even when they get home. So if they're leaving us, we're giving them an air freshener. 
Gotcha. In, and it's yeah. a customized air freshener. It's called a care yeah. freshener on yeah. our website. But it's a customized air freshener that says, thank you for, so much for your stay. Post a review. And it's a little message on the back from the GM, right? Yeah. And it says, post a review on TripAdvisor, post a review on wherever you want, right? Our goal is Google, TripAdvisor, and some of these other websites that mean a lot, that we get a lot of business from. Yeah. So we focus on those. But we have to remind them, right? So this is just another touch point. So the email is a great touch point. Then the, and then just going back and forth as far as responding, right, um, is another touch point. So it, it's And we're going to talk about that one in a second. Uh, but I love your mindset about inviting feedback because we talk to a lot of hoteliers and it's almost like they have like this, this battle with, with reviews, right? They think of it more as, oh, well, if I ask them, maybe they'll give me some negative feedback where – you just want the feedback because you're in the mindset of this is data that can help my business. I love the mindset and I, I wish more hoteliers had that about their reputation. Um, but you did mention something responding to reviews. In today's hotel world, you, your job isn't done once you get that feedback or review. Your guests are now expecting responses. They're expecting them quicker than ever and brands are, are, are jumping on that as well. They're expecting hoteliers to respond quicker than ever. So can you speak personally to the importance of responding to review for you and your team and how you guys create a strategy to respond to reviews? Well, let me talk about the review responding uh, process or the mindset. Um, I was just traveling. I went to the West Coast and we didn't book some of our hotels. We booked them last minute, right? Like a, a day or two or three days before. And I looked at reviews, but not only did I look at reviews, but I looked at, is the property engaging? Like if there was a bad review, because I usually read the first page or the first page and a half. Right. And I'm seeing if there was a bad review on it, like what was a response from the hotel, right? Um, and I think a lot of people do that. They, they understand like we're not perfect. Like even the Ritz-Carlton makes mistakes, right? And I think that's why a lot of hoteliers don't want that feedback because they're scared. They're afraid of like negativity. And I used to be the same way, like, oh crap, I don't want to ask them that extra question. Like what's one thing we can do to improve because they're going to open a can of worms, right? But that's not the case. Like you're showing that you care, right? And you're showing that their feedback means something and it's huge for us. Like people sh talk about like these guys really care over like just little things, right? And, and so re responding to that review is just huge because people are reading them uh, like myself, right? We chose a hotel because of this certain rating and this review, the reviews that they had, right? There's a huge opportunity for hotels that are getting reviews. They should be responding right away within, you know, 24 to 72 hours because you're losing business. Right. Yeah. You know, you look at it now, I almost think that some customers, if they don't see responses or it's almost like welcoming to see a response to a negative review versus just letting it sit there. It's like, because uh, I think what a lot of customers do, at least what I do, is if I see a negative review, I sit there and I say, okay, I'm going to put my myself in the shoes of this person. And how are they solving issues or how are they solving problems? So if they don't see a response, then they, they don't know how it's going to go at the very end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, you should be responding to good and bad reviews. I see a lot of hotels, oh, that review was good. I'm not going to respond, right? I'm only right. going to respond to the bad ones. And that's a huge mistake, right? Respond to all of them. Look at what everybody else is doing, right? You don't have to make up a, a story, right? Or you don't have to make up a response. Look at how other people are responding and get ideas from them. Look at the biggest hotels in the world, right? They have a whole team of people just responding to reviews. Use their ideas. I'm not saying plagiarize or copy, but use their ideas on seeing how people respond, right? Yeah, when you can't think because you've been 
bogged down by payroll and you've been bogged down by complaining guests, right? You're not in the mindset of just thinking of how to respond. So do that. We do that a lot. I'll say one thing about, to your point, I mean, it's getting to the point now in this day and age that hoteliers are hiring experts to do their review response for them. It's gotten to a point where it's almost like, um, you know, someone that's a, a landscaper. Like obviously you could cut your own grass, but there's people out there that, that are experts in this. They've been doing this for years. They've been doing this. It's so vital that hoteliers are actually looking for help to respond to these reviews. Yeah, definitely. You know, hotel managers are busy. Like they have their PL, they have a hundred things on their plate every week. Maybe somebody helping them out is a huge op- you know, opportunity for them to get work done because I feel like we get a you know, we get a, a list, a to-do list, and it just keeps getting pushed down to the next week yep. because we have all these things to do. So yeah, you know, on our team we have a, a few people responding. It's not just a GM, but some front desk supervisors and other people helping out. So it's not um it's it's not frustrating for the GM, right? Because it could right. be it could be a struggle. Yeah, absolutely. So we talk about all the time about all the costs. I mean, you not only have time costs, but you have you know emotional cost of like you know after a, a eight hour shift or sometimes even after a double sitting there and just reading. You know, you take a lot of pride in your work. You know, so if you see somebody with this long one star review and just sit there kind of bashing everything takes it out of you you know like emotionally like you're just man, man i just i just tried so hard to make everyone on this shift feel good and taken care of i gave them a bed to sleep in a roof to sleep under and now i get this and they never even mentioned to me that's that's sometimes the most frustrating you know frustration that i hear yeah you know the, the worst is everything was excellent the stay was awesome i slept like a baby the breakfast was amazing but the neighbors, they were smoking weed <laughs> or they were they were noisy. They were partying right. till four o'clock. Like you had no, no control over it besides calling them up, you know, to come, please be quiet. We have quiet hours, right? Um, but yeah, those are frustrating for GMs too. So that's why you have somebody else taking care of your reviews for you, right? Because oftentimes, you know, you're bogged down or you're just, I tell our GMs, sleep on it. Yeah. Wait, wait a day because... You, it's emotional and it's personal sometimes, right? Yeah. You get it's per, you get personally involved into that review, and 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 um, if a GM really cares, they're going to be like, oh my god, I, I you know I, I feel this as 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 my own child, right? Right. right. Uh, well, sometimes uh, they're spending you know more time there than you know like than they than they would at home sometimes, like during a day at least. So uh, absolutely. And by the way, hats off to all the GMs. You guys just. The GMs that really care, like they really care and they have a hard job, right? Um, actually, you know, the entire staff, right. housekeeping, everybody. I feel like right now is a tough time for the, the hotel industry. We're just, we're so busy, right? right. We're so busy. <laughs> uh, so, you know, hats off to everybody on the team because it, it's a it's a tough job. That's a, that's a necessary shout out for sure. So, so without giving, my next question, without giving away any secrets, because we don't want to you know, give you give away the secret sauce, but what advice would you give to a hotelier who says, you know what, after they hear this, they say, I will, from now until the end of 2019, even going into 2020, I, I want to improve my online reputation. I want to get from here to here on TripAdvisor, or here to here our star rating. Like what would be like basic tips, like 101 that you would give? Yeah. So I give, my GMs hate this. I give away my secret sauce <laughs> every single day. They're like, why are you giving our, our, our competition our, our secret sauce? Listen, I can give somebody a million dollars. They can either waste it 
or use it on something really valuable. So I'm giving these, these ideas are worth millions, right? If you use them, right? If you use them properly. So, um, I'm happy to give away my secrets. So the number one thing is get your team involved and make sure you have a great team. Like if you, if you don't have a great team, you really don't have anything, right? Because you can't do this by yourself. I cannot do this and be award-winning by myself. It ha- it's a, a collaboration of everybody, right? So get a team together. Make sure your standards are there, right? Um, then start using tools. Like just don't be frustrated. Start using tools that make sense. Um, simple thing. Get everybody business cards, right? Get everybody involved. Like get everybody to buy in on your program, right? Set up an incentive program. Hey, anytime we do this, this happens, right? We can't give raises all the time, but we can incentivize you for doing your job, right? And we right. do that all the time. Yeah. Front desk, housekeeping, breakfast, maintenance, everybody. The shuttle driver, everybody has an opportunity to get reviews, right? Yeah. And, and so we incentivize them, right? That's that's a big secret sauce. Uh, oh, number number two or number three, number four. <laughs> we set a goal. Every month we have a goal, right? Everybody has a goal. Like why we talk about revenue every single day, right? Oh, how much money do we make? Or at the end of the month, we're, like, we're going to make this much money. And we talk about it. And we look at it, especially the GM, right? Did we meet our budget? Did we, are we on our budget right, halfway right. through the month, yeah. right? But why aren't we creating a budget for your reviews? I love that. Yeah. Right? So that's a huge part. Like you can say, all right, um, Amanda at the front desk, you know, Shelby at the front desk, how many reviews are you going to, uh, can you get on TripAdvisor this month? Write it down at the beginning of the month. And if you say you're going to get 10, guess what? I'm going to check in on the end of the week and see how many you got, right? Um, and by the way, these 10 equal $100. Show them at the beginning of the month like they could have an opportunity to make $100 or $300 or $500, right? Um, depending on your incentive program. But And we, we actually talk about um, even targeting those reviews towards certain sites like you know we we talk about all the time with like coming up with a strategy or game plan you know get at what you're saying get your team involved like they should know on specific sites where your hotel is and what rating you are and what that goal is for moving forward so if i'm at the front desk and i say hey i saw you booked with us uh through expedia we're actually a 3.5 on expedia and we have a goal to be 4.0 when they ask you for that feedback, could you please give us that? Getting your team involved in targeting that feedback to specific places, because if you Google your hotel, you could find that maybe you're killing it on booking.com with reviews, but maybe in one of the other places you're lacking. You know, Maybe your Google reviews aren't where you want them to be. So figuring out what your goals are and targeting that feedback, I think is a big point to kind of what you're saying there. So here's another secret sauce. We train, we train our staff. <laughs> so not just once a year during the Christmas party uh, or, or like one person's birthday and then we you know g- have a pizza party. And by the way, we're training. <laughs> no, we're actually doing this quarterly. So sitting down for a couple hours and talking about a lot of important things, including reputation management, which is huge on my list. Like it's probably my top thing that I talk about because that's where our money's come. That's where the money comes in, right? If you have bad If you have bad reputation online, you're not making anything. You're going to be at the bottom of the list and you'll lose revenue. Yeah. Like as soon as we started implementing these things, our revenue shot up, right? And that's why we stick to it. That's why we have a program. That's why we put money against it. That's why we spend the money because we see the return on it, right? We see the return on our investment. So training is a huge part of it. And we talk about the goals and we talk about how to engage and we talk about uh, the marketing side and the engagement side. And we talk about why Uh, hotel owners or managers say, hey, we need reviews, but they don't explain why and where it, you know, where it shows up and 
I do on-property trainings for a lot of other hotels besides myself. So when I'm talking to the entire staff, I'm like, have you guys heard of TripAdvisor? And by the way, uh, raise your hand if you know where your ranking is right now and, and what your rating is, right? And and we have people guess and they don't know, Yeah. right? They might have just uh, gotten hired or they've been here for years, but they don't care or they haven't been trained, right? So yeah. training is a huge part of it. And so we talk about these things. We pull up our TripAdvisor listing just to show everybody, you know, and then we show reviews, right? Yeah. We show them like here's a review. We print it out, right? And and one of the places that, and, and we're going to transition here. I, I love those secrets. So if you're listening to this, I better be writing those don't, down. Don't so. tell anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of those places that you can share reviews is another channel where travelers are looking constantly, and that's social media. Um, so I wanted to kind of transition to that. And you obviously understand the importance of social media. You influence you know, thousands of people with your post on LinkedIn and Instagram. Um, how can a hotel leverage social media to grow their business? You know, social media, depending on your property and your property level and your type and all that stuff, is it could be a huge opportunity for you to to, to share your story. You don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be a photographer to be sharing stories. You can just be like, you know, um, here's what we had for breakfast. Here's, you know, there's so many things that you can um, post about, but I think you need to be on there. Um, and, you know, some hotels just aren't. And I think there's an opportunity for marketing. This is free marketing. This is just free marketing. Somebody in your front desk or somebody at your property that's already good at social media, they could be doing that. Or if you don't have time for it, use you know your service at Travel Media Group. But you have to be on it, and you know it's a huge opportunity just to build the brand awareness, and then also maybe convert people. Like, hey, if you've built a following of you know thousands of people, they might tell somebody else or um, share a story about what's happening in your town, like a like an event or like the country music festival is happening or some music festival is happening and they might share a link. And, you know, if it came from your hotel, they might say, Oh, I might think about staying right across the street from uh, this, this uh, stadium or something like that. Yeah. And that, and that's the beauty of everything that we've been talking today. I mean, customer service, social media, like this is all free. Like it's, it's the least expensive thing that you can do is, is, you know, treat someone with customer service and, and make sure that they have a hospitable place to stay. You and your staff talk to so many guests coming in on a daily basis, right? And with the, with the amount of care that you give your guests when you're asking them, you know, what brings you into town for business or for pleasure? That was one of the questions you said that your front desk asked. I mean, get those conversations, leverage the information that you're hearing, you know, spread that on your social media, talk about it. Maybe you can prepare for next year a little bit better with some other social media posts across all platforms. So again, I I think it's super exciting to hear from you that your mindset is customer oriented at every single touch, touch point in the game. Again, transitioning, you know, we run into you, Rupesh, all the time. Hospitality industry events, um, and you're at the front lines uh, of the industry owning and managing, you know, multiple hotels. Personally, are you noticing any consumer trends or new technologies that you think will be a disruptor in the industry? Disruptor, I mean, everything's still going mobile. I just came back from high tech, which... um, Yes. It was really cool to see all this, a lot of cool things. We saw the Alexa for hospitality, which everything is controlled now by your voice, uh, which is kind of scary and fun, right, at the same time. Uh, but, you know, it's cool that the guest controls uh, their privacy and the guest controls what how much they want. So it's not like the older generation coming into a, a high-tech hotel room and they don't know where to start because they don't have Alexa, you know, connected or they don't have an account. There's a lot of opportunity for the mobile and AI to connect uh 
yourself with the room and then just have a lot of the the comforts of home that you're already used to uh, connect inside of the room. Uh, your favorite channels, your favorite AC, your your set point as far as your AC. Yeah. Um, how dark you want the room. What movies you like, and how you can connect through all your you know all your Netflix and, and some of the streaming sites as far as that. So, man, I I, I think long term there's no need for cable. You're gonna be streaming what you want to watch when you want to watch it instead of them telling you what you what to watch, right? Right. Um, and I think that's the way it's going. So a lot of personal personalization as far as inside the room. And and soon you might not even need that you know that remote either. You you just use your voice and and that that'll kind of stream everything that you need to to go. But I completely agree with you. I think it's it's funny to look at some of the stuff uh, you know that that we personally visited at, at high tech. You know like the Alexa. You know two or three years ago. You know that would just seem so such a foreign concept but you saw people coming in there and without even knowing even reading the directions on the template they already knew what to say to 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 get things going in the room and i think that is just a sign of kind of where the times are heading and uh it'll be interesting to see how that's implemented throughout the hotel industry so i I don't want to keep you too long but I, i wanted to open it up for any final thoughts that that you might have just you know, about hotel industry, about life or, or anything like that. So, Well, life is precious. <laughs> no, no. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, um, what I could say to all the hoteliers, general managers, um, staff, just care, you know, a little bit more than you might. And, and share your ideas, too. I mean, I, I do that all the time. I'm sharing my secret sauce. I'm sharing ideas that... You might learn in a regional meeting when you're talking to other GMs, but, you know, share your experiences as far as um, an idea or what's best practices online, because um, I learned so much every day. I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to something or I'm reading something that's kind of improving the way I think or the it's improving my business, too. So, you know, just opening yourself up to these new ideas, you know, learn, listening to the sweet spot every week, you know, and, and just learning about all the new stuff that's coming in because things change every single day. And if you're not up on the te- technology, the trends, you're going to be missing out and you're going to be like, oh my God, I, I didn't know that was in our industry. And right. And things yeah. are changing every single day. So keep up on the technology, read articles, listen to podcasts. Um, you know, once you're done with school, it, it doesn't mean you're finished. You're going to be learning for the rest of your life. And I, I teach this to my kids every single day, like keep learning. You're, when you finish school, that doesn't mean you stop. You just keep learning because that's the way you're going to improve your mind. And, um, improve your life in this uh, in this world you know that's yeah. what i believe in you are definitely one of the great teachers as far as the hospitality industry out there so you can um follow rupesh uh you're you want to go ahead and give your yeah so I, I have a couple of sites uh my probably the biggest following is on linkedin i, I i'm probably annoying there <laughs> i post so yeah, much but great you, content. I, I actually made hey this is a tip for you guys i actually made a uh, I bought a $11 a domain on godaddy.com and bought rupesh, R-U-P-E-S-H dot C-O. And so now anytime I connect with somebody or I meet somebody, I said, hey, are you on LinkedIn? Let's connect. My my LinkedIn is rupesh.co. So right now, if you go to R-U-P-E-S-H dot C-O, it goes directly to my LinkedIn profile. Click the follow, click the connect, and you'll get daily inspiration ideas, um, all these secret sauces that I share. Um, Every, almost every single day, and it's videos, it's pictures, it's just a lot of articles on how to improve yourself and your hotel, right? It's not just about the hotel because we need to, t- to take care of ourselves too, right? And so Absolutely. I talk about this stuff on social, 
connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, connect with me on Instagram. And yeah, I'm just happy to share ideas. That's all it is, right? I'm just, I just want to be here to teach. Well, we appreciate you teaching us today and, and sharing your ideas and thoughts with us. So thank you, Rupesh, for, for joining us on The Sweet Spot, and we'll talk to you next time. To join our loyalty program, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Sweet Spot is produced by Travel Media Group. Our editor is Ann Sandoval with cover art by Barry Gordon and content support by Priscilla Osorio. I'm your host, Ryan Embry, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.